Welcome to Workplace English Pod, a great way to improve your English on the go. Workplace English Pod is brought to you by Workplace English Training ePlatform, the internet's largest business English resource for learners and teachers of business English. You can subscribe to Workplace English Training ePlatform at www.workplace-english-training.com and get access to podcast transcripts, study notes, interactive exercises, and thousands of additional resources in the training center. Telephone communication problems, part two: an unclear message. We've become creatures of telephone habits. Having made and received thousands of telephone calls in our lifetimes, it is easy to assume that we have reasonable telephone skills. Most people do not even think there are any special challenges of telephone communication. When all parts of the communications process work effectively together, telephone communication is clear and useful. Sometimes, however, even a well-practiced communication process can go wrong. Problems can occur in any of the following four parts of sending a message. Trouble sending: the sender doesn't speak clearly, speaks in a heavy accent, or speaks too quickly. What happens to the message? Will it be received? Trouble with the message content: the message is confusing, disorganized, or irrational. Is it likely that the receiver will understand what is being communicated? Trouble with the channel. There is background noise or a bad line. Will the message be transmitted effectively? Will it be received? Trouble with the receiver. The receiver is not listening closely, has fallen asleep, or is distracted. Will the message be understood? In this podcast lesson, we're going to focus on trouble with the message content. That is. The message is unclear and needs clarifying. You're now going to listen to Beatrice from Sterling Associates answer a call from Bill Rock, a colleague working in an overseas office of the company. Good morning, Sterling Associates. This is Beatrice speaking. How may I help you? Hi, Beatrice. This is Bill Rock. I need to find out about a package that was sent from your office last Thursday. All right. Do you mean a package that was sent to you? Yes, I do. It was sent to me, Bill Rock, in the Milan office. But the delivery company has no record of it, though the Sterling office told me it was sent last Tuesday. And which department sent it to you? I think it was the production department. But I'm not sure. It might have been R and D that sent it. Are you saying that you didn't get a confirmation number after it was sent? We generally call the customer with that number after it has been sent out. So every package has a confirmation number? Oh no, I don't think so. But now that I think about it, I wonder if it was sent because there was a question about one of the specs I wanted. So it wasn't sent. Uh, you know, maybe not. Sorry. Can you check on that for me? Okay, let me just make sure I understand here. You were expecting a shipment from either production or R and D, and now you think maybe it wasn't sent after all. Is that right? Yes, that's right. Maybe not, 
because of a spec problem. When I sent the order online, I had written to hold the shipping if there was a problem. So you mean you didn't actually talk to anyone in the office? No, I didn't mean that. I just sent the order online. Are you telling me that this makes a difference? Maybe. I'm not sure, actually. I'll take your name and number and call you back once I track down the package. Okay, Mr. Rock? And you'll call me back today? Yes, I will. In this dialogue, Beatrice doesn't have a problem with the line and hears Bill clearly. However, sometimes she doesn't fully understand what he means or what he may be referring to. Whenever this happens, she asks for clarification. Let's hear again the first time Beatrice asks for clarification. Hi, Beatrice. This is Bill Rock. I need to find out about a package that was sent from your office last Thursday. All right. Do you mean a package that was sent to you? Bill is a little vague about the package since he doesn't state who it was for. Although the company sends out a lot of packages, Beatrice is 90% sure that Bill is talking about the package sent to him, but since she's not 100% sure, she asks for clarification by saying, Do you mean a package that was sent to you? If you are in any doubt at all, always ask for clarification. The most common phrase used to ask for clarification is, Do you mean... Let's practice using the phrase. Do you mean that the meeting has been postponed or cancelled? Do you mean that Jack can't attend or will come later? Do you mean that we should close down the system completely? Do you mean that they want a totally new design? There are a number of standard phrases we can use to ask for clarification in addition to do you mean. See if you can identify the clarification phrase Beatrice uses in the next exchange. I think it was the production department, but I'm not sure. It might have been R&D that sent it. Are you saying that you didn't get a confirmation number after it was sent? This time Beatrice clarifies using the phrase, Are you saying that... This phrase is used in exactly the same way as, do you mean that? So she could have said, do you mean that you didn't get a confirmation number after it was sent? Listen to these examples. Are you saying that the meeting has been postponed or canceled? Are you saying that Jack can't attend or will come later? Are you saying that we should close down the system completely? Are you saying that they want a totally new design? What's the best way to respond when someone asks, Do you mean that? Or, Are you saying that? If the answer is positive, just say yes, or yes, that's right. If the answer is negative, you can say, No, I meant that, or No, I'm saying that. Returning to the dialogue, Let's hear the next exchange. But now that I think about it, I wonder if it was sent because there was a question about one of the specs I wanted. So it wasn't sent? When Bill says, I wonder if it was sent, it means he's not completely sure if it was sent. 
Beatrice, therefore, uses a statement which sounds like a question to clarify whether or not the package was sent at all. She asks, So it wasn't sent? The statement often starts with the connective so. Listen to these examples. I'm not entirely sure if they're going to agree to our terms. So we haven't got the contract yet? It's possible that we'll do the training ourselves. So we have trainers with the necessary expertise? We haven't had a definite answer from them about their cooperation in the proposed venture. I see. So the venture might not go ahead? Another technique commonly used to clarify information is to repeat back what you've heard and then check if it's correct. Let's hear Beatrice do that. Okay, let me just make sure I understand here. You were expecting a shipment from either production or R&D, and now you think maybe it wasn't sent after all. Is that right? Before repeating the details back to Bill, Beatrice uses the introductory phrase, let me just make sure I understand here, to indicate that she'll need some clarification. And after repeating back the details, she asks, is that right? To check if the information is correct. Here are two similar examples. Let me just make sure I understand here. We're currently making a loss of about $45,000 a month. Is that right? Let me make sure I've got this right. The conference might have to be rescheduled. Is that correct? Let's hear one final exchange from the dialogue. So you mean you didn't actually talk to anyone in the office? No, I didn't mean that. I just sent the order online. Are you telling me that this makes a difference? This time, Beatrice uses the phrase, So you mean? To clarify what Bill has just said. What's the difference between do you mean and so you mean? If you're almost certain you understand, you would use the statement form so you mean phrased as a question. If you are unsure about the meaning, you would use the question do you mean? Therefore, so you mean is used to both clarify and check information. In the exchange you just listened to, Beatrice's understanding was incorrect, and Bill replied, No, I didn't mean that, to indicate this. Often, though, we just say yes or no to answer questions like this. Here are some further options. Practice repeating these phrases after me. Yes, that's right. That's correct. Yes, that's what I mean. Yes, I meant that. Right. Exactly. No, I didn't mean that. No, I'm not saying that. In business, it's essential that we understand correctly the information we are given. If you are in any doubt, you need to ask for clarification. Getting the wrong information can be costly for your business. In this podcast lesson, we have pointed out a number of useful phrases and techniques to help you clarify what someone has said or what they mean exactly. You can subscribe online at www.workplace-english-training.com.